Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hello and welcome to the Trampled Podcast for Saturday the 25th of January 2020. I'm your host John Walker, with me this week is Andy Vaughan. Good morning John. And Gordo. Hello. The morning team is back. We are. Wednesday morning, parking problems, it's all good. It's great. Uh, have you been? It's good. Too tired, it's too early for me. It always is too early. I was up doing emails at 2 o'clock this morning. Why? I don't know. I just because uh, I don't. Baseball, people, he's training for baseball. To people who are watching some of the football, I don't sleep. I, I just don't sleep. Two a.m. emails to people who are going to answer them at nine a.m. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, I'm not sending emails at nine a.m. I'm here. <laughs> 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 uh, we just started last week's pick uh, Saturday, eighteenth of January. My banker was in after an hour. Melbourne City versus Newcastle Jets over one point five goals. In Australia, done. One five. I'm on ten in a row. Eleven in a row. Is, have I miscounted? You've miscounted. It's eleven. That's why I failed my accountancy degree. You did. I put the graphs out on the trample bet Facebook group. Fuck. So eleven in a row. Eleven yeah. in a row. I'm winning that much. I can't even keep count. Incredible scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm certainly nothing in a row now. Uh, Inter Milan lost. Uh, well, the bet lost. They drew one each away at Lecce. Twenty six shots. The milk boys. Twenty six shots and one nil up with twelve minutes to go. Leaves like, this was, taste. It does. Certainly coming in. Can't cry over spilt milk though. He's got to keep going. I, I bet you've got one more in you, and it, and it won't even be good. Milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, Sean Penn reference. Anyway, um, yeah, Inter Milan. So that was that was very frustrating. It's twice they've done us in almost the same manner as well. Same manner. Fiorentina. Was, it's was like you're, one. you're absolutely battering someone. Put the game away. You're Italian. You should be winning a game one now. Yeah. That's it. That's all you've got. I don't think Inter Milan can win a competitive Serie A. Like, I no. think they can only yeah. win when somebody's recovering from crippling relegation. <laughs> or three, like, aye. Well, I mean, they, st- they stole all Juventus' best players. Mm-hmm. And when Juventus came back, they still had all their best players. And now that Juventus have recovered in Napoli, they're just a shambles. Yeah. Like, I just don't see... That losing late goals has been consistent. Yeah. Whether it be in the Champions League or the league. It's getting really bad. And I, I, the thing is, I really, like, I really rate Lukaku there as well, because he's such an Italian striker. Like get the ball to him, he holds it up, he plays it to he plays it he plays in a two and then someone passes it on his feet and he slots it away. He doesn't score good goals. There's been like a massive surge of Ronaldo, OG Ronaldo mm-hmm. for Inter Milan being shared around Instagram and yeah. Twitter and it's just amazing. You just realise how bad it's got. Yeah. I preferred when it was like ten shite players and one amazing player per team. Mm-hmm. A Ronaldo, Romario, Rivaldo, Ronaldinho. Miss Ronaldinho. Just love taking the mic. Uh my banker uh was Cove Rangers they won 3-1 they went up 3-0 that was a great pick that was nice um, they went up 3-0 it was nice to get notifications and not be scared like once they're 2-0 up <laughs> uh-huh. yeah you get a notification I'm, I'm confident that's Cove well I'm going to talk two of my picks I got those horrible notifications but it actually ended up okay the uh, but John predicted a correct score in and, this game and, and took it 11-1 I think when you took 11 it 11-1 25 quid which is normally way more than a bet but I was so confident everything on this 
uh, stats was this score. Colford scored average three goals per home game. Cowdenbeath had scored one per average away. But when Cowdenbeath went down to 10 men, I was like, well, this is fucked. Aye, yeah. There's going to be more. It, and just it? every five minutes, I was looking at my cash out going, don't do it. Because it was rubbish. <laughs> Aye. When, when, when they get a man at 3 1, I was getting offered 140. But it still had 30 minutes to go. So I was like, that's quite good. That is quite good. And then it, and then and then it, it red, red card yeah. suspended down to 60 quid. And I went, fuck, I'm not, ta- I'm not taking yeah. that. Because it was, um, I'd put a tenner in earlier on and bet some Australian games just on goals. Mm-hmm. So I'd, it was like from £10. It wasn't 25 quid of my own money. Yeah. So I got up. So I was like, you know what? It's £10. Just take the loss and Move walk on. on. But Take the win. Finish, yeah. Great result. Finish 3-1. Very happy. My value was Valzima away at Casapia. It finished two each. That's Casapia conceded 10 goals in three games, but Valzim did not win. They were 2 1 up, uh, conceded in the last 12 minutes. Really frustrating. Um, took the lead as well. It just gets really annoying. So, Valzim, they did they do draw a lot away from home. So, I was warned. I was just relying on Casapia. But although I've not picked him, have a look for whoever Casapia are playing away from home this week because they are dog shit. It was 2 2, but Valzim had like 12 more shots on goal, yeah. had 60% possession. They dominated the game. For my value pick, I had Plymouth at home to Mansfield. Uh, this was a nice 3-1 win for Plymouth. Uh, odds of evens are slightly better than evens. Although, <laughs> I was well aware that this game, something must have happened that meant there was a lot of stoppage time or there was a delayed yeah. second half because it was the only game still going um, when all the other ones I had alerts on had finished. Uh-huh. So I knew if my phone buzzed, it was, it was this. That. And on my watch in the 90 second minute, of course, I get goal. And I was like, oh, don't tell me it's an equaliser. It wasn't too all. It was 3-1. So all happy, all good. The handicap would have came in if you took it. Do you want to know what my frustration comes from with my alerts from live score is if I know I'm doing a, a builder, so I'm just betting on a goal on a game yep. where I'll hit notifications, say I'm in the gym or whatever, and just sometimes I watch it, but sometimes if I'm on the gym, I'm not watching my phone. So I'll just wait for the buzz. But for all our Scots Abroad teams, I also have alerts on mm. and I never know their games are on. Yeah. But I'll get an alert and I go, Yes, go. And I'll go look at it and Excelsior have taken the lead over Telstar. Yeah, yeah. And I go, fuck off. I didn't want to know that game was on. And then you look at it and you find out Charlie Gilmore didn't even play. Yeah. You're like, I want a Charlie Gilmore notification. Let, let, let's let's discuss <laughs> alerts because I, I continue to use Bet365 are my main. You are, you are one more post in that chat away from just being <laughs> murdered, I think. Yeah. They're just so trigger happy with the old goal alerts. As soon as it's suspended betting, most bookies will wait till there's something happening. Did I, did I show you what, what they did to me with the inter game? No. So Inter were 1-0 up, obviously it was my banker, um, and I was at Tannadice uh, watching the game against our game against Hibs, and I got a goal alert that Inter had gone 2-0 up, so I just put my phone, I was like, brilliant, auto payout, two goals up on 3-6-5, put my phone back in my pocket and forgot about it, and then like looked at it five, ten minutes later, and it was one all, and I was like, how is this? The cunts probably pressed the wrong button, because it was an instant goal for Inter, goal disallowed, goal for Lecce within the space of like ten seconds. I remember... Oh God, I almost said back in the olden days. But I mean, it is paper cuttings are old things now. I remember I was going out for... It wasn't my brother's 30 for anything, but it was, it, was one, it was his birthday or one of his mate's birthday we are going out for. And I'm in town and he phoned me just to check where I was when I was coming in and where I was going to be. And I was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, ah, won, he won 150 quid or something in his cutting. And I was like, I mind was done by Derby. So yep. Derby were losing 1-0 at Birmingham. It was the only game. Every other game had sailed in. And he was like, Birmingham came back and won 2-1 in injury time. 
And I was like, no, I checked it at like 91. He was like, I they scored like in the 92nd and 94th minute and I won like 400 quid. Brilliant. It's like getting off a train in Glasgow Central and going, where's my nearest Ah, uh, just as well you hadn't thrown the slip away. That was still in my watch. I mean, you don't even look. That, was, yeah. that wasn't that was a ritual then. Did you see, talk, talk, talking about late, late comebacks, what about Newcastle? Was that last? Oh, well, because who, did somebody not put, did you not share in their group chat, somebody put up the both games under 2.5 goals? Yeah. Which at 92 n- minutes, they would have both been in. Yeah. Knackered it. And then fucking 94th and 95th minute. I've not watched any of the games last night, cause, except the Arsenal game. But you've seen the screenshot of Jordan yes. Pickford standing about a yard behind his line. Yeah. yeah. It's an interesting thing for a goalie to do that. He is lucky that the English team are so good, because any other goalie would be dropped on I, form. Yeah. But he's such a presence for England. That it almost doesn't matter. Yeah. Like like it really doesn't. It's like I'm still going to be England's number one because I got to a semi final. I saved penalties in the shootout in the quarters or the last sixteen even. Do you know what you're talking about there, uh, chucking away a coupon? Like at the end of that. I was at uh, I was at a races in Australia and I was way at Bundaberg and the racing got cancelled, so everyone was just in a big tent watching other races because of the way, the, the poor weather. And uh, I was standing at a table. Like I was the only one who was doing any serious betting because everyone else is there just to drink. It's like this good big wall. It's like Minority Report, the wall. <laughs> um, so anyway, we're I'm standing beside this bloke, uh, and our both of our horses are tied for third. Uh, and the thing in mind is like four four to one, and at third, so I'm getting nothing back. And this guy beside me is on the other horse, which is like twenty five to one. And he was like, "Fuck this! Can't believe your horse." He's like, "I'm sure I just watched at the line. Your horse has just won. Like your your horse was in third. That's fine." He scrunches up his coupon and chucks it down. Like and gets on a bus. So there's like buses outside because it's the last race of the day. I'm standing there. I'm like, I'm waiting for confirmation before I take this up. It was his horse. I just picked up his coat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, yeah, what else are you gonna do? Exactly. He was on a bus. Hey, he headed off. I can never gonna find him. One Aussie guy in Australia. Pfft, tough. Are you just postponing to not talk about your value pick? I really don't want to talk about Mallorca. <laughs> yeah. So Valencia versus Mallorca. Uh, Mallorca won three one. I went up three 0 Valencia went down to ten men. Four, four, one. This goal. Yeah. I turned the went off three, three one. They went and scored another goal. It went five, and then the goal got disallowed. Was there even a goal, Andy? Or did your throw phone in? just tell you there was a goal? <laughs> Bet three six five told me there was a goal, <laughs> and, mate, and then it was disallowed. Mate, I've got so many mates that use that. Everyone must be going fuck. It. Or, or, or maybe they don't turn on the alerts from that and just use live score because I don't use Skybet's alerts. So, I, I want to know as soon as. That's why I, I feel like live score as. tells me correctly before Skybet, so mate. I'll get an alert. And I think it's just post-traumatic stress from reading your fucking messages that I go, this might not be a goal. Yeah. 365 have sacrificed accuracy for speed. Right? That's, <laughs> that is the trade-off they've made. That's what Peter Lovenkrantz done his whole career. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and I think I'm okay with it because I'm still using it. Plus it gives me something to moan about. I mean, I hate doing this to you, Gordon, but I have my notes from last week still on this. And I think I said a good banker would have been over 1.5, yeah. which would have breezed in. It and was, both teams to score was almost evens. It, it, like, it's one of the worst picks I've ever made. Like going three 0 down at half time. Like both teams to score, it almost evens would have been good value. Yeah, like brilliant. And but Valencia did score in like the eighty fifth minute after being down to ten men for most of the game. Then I backed Mallorca last night as part of my thing. Cause I'm like, oh, well, they're on a wee bit of a tear against Va- I think it was Valladolid, and they've or Va- uh, someone in the second division. They lost four 0 Was that in the cup? Aye. It's like, what, what's wrong? Put How out, could they not have done that? Anybody? Well, no, because they didn't against Zamora, Zamora who yeah. were like four divisions below us, so and they must have put a decent side. Aye, but but maybe now they're not doing that because they've got a they've win got in the league. Yeah, that yeah. Is, maybe that they're now they must make the band list Zamora, and then twice for me over two days. Yeah, I would. Kelly, Mallorca, Hamilton. It's almost a direct flight. Well, it's 
Um, Kelly Hamilton together. I don't think either of them are on the that, band, that derby, but it's yeah. just that fixture. Because even we didn't pick it the last time, it was a draw as well. Brutal. Disgusting. Outsiders, gentlemen. My outsider, Bonnie versus Clyde. My mate was at it. He's Clyde fan Isaacs. Uh, Clyde won one nil. Which is annoying because he then got Celtic at Broadwood, which would be a huge draw for Bonnie Rigg. Although that's all hypothetical because the draw might have gone somewhere else if it Could wasn't Clyde. that hot ball out. Aye. But my mate said to me, no, no. He goes, there's no way Clyde are winning this game. And then about two minutes later, Clyde scored. And he went, no idea. They were all over them, apparently. Wow. Um, so I was quite good. You were only getting eleven to four. By the way, that came into eleven to eight just before the game started. So they ended that is some price. They up. ended up being the exact same odds as Clyde, and I was like, "Fuck, this is bad." Yeah, but it's quite good though now because the Clyde Celtic game will be good. Yep. Well, the the previous one was quite enjoyable. Well, I was gonna say interesting. Yeah, <laughs> but from your persuasion, certainly enjoyable. Uh, my outsider was Aston Villa away at Brighton. Um, I took Aston Villa to be leading at half time. Unfortunately, the bet didn't came in. Uh, Brighton were one 0 up at half time. I got the wrong half. Yeah, you got the wrong half. Villa won the second half, and at the time I did say, "Who the fuck is backing Brighton at three to five? And that's just a terrible bet. Yeah. yeah. Um. So quite happy that I got a lot of it right. Unfortunately, picked the wrong. See, half. actually, it's funny how football works. See if uh, Graham Potter hadn't won at Arsenal mm-hmm. when Lundberg was in charge. Brighton have been on a fucking terrible run. Yeah. But that Arsenal thing is totally covered up. Yeah. yeah. They've, they've not been good. Yeah. I can't believe they were that much of a favourite to and win. And I, I really don't want Villa to go down. Like, I really don't. Because I like, although John McGinn's injured, I like John McGinn. I fucking love Jack Grealish. Jack Grealish, yeah. Uh, he's a fucking. Who Who was. Who what? Um, Richard Keyes, who I normally don't agree with, or Andy Gray, that they said something that you might like or really hate. Did you know what I'm going to talk about? No. He said that individually, he's better than any of Liverpool's free centre mids. Saw that. Yeah. And and I cannot disagree. He couldn't, I don't think he could play in the team. Because mm-hmm. I think the way they play with Fabinho, Henderson and whatever One other Alton. whatever other plays, yeah, yeah, it works because of free in front. And I think Jack Grealish would kill that. Yeah. But I do believe he is better than any of those three. They don't need to, they need to be good as a unit. Not yeah, they, as just, a... they need to move the ball as quick as possible. And that's not what Jack Grealish does. Jack Grealish's job is to take the ball and try and drive 50 yards with the ball yeah. and create something. Is, but I think like a man you'll see even Arsenal would be silly not to just throw money at him right now Arsenal need to buy a defender a, a, two centre backs I know maybe even a left back well, well, he's he's fucked. well we've got fucking Saliba who for some reason we still let be on loan at yeah. City even though we go no we need surely he can just go that to them no we need them now Aye, we've paid, the, we've we've paid the 25 million like. yeah. we need them yeah. and go and sign Utambeko from Leipzig as well he might not leave now because they're definitely going to win that league I think the way they're playing just now Could you and the that? rest of German football will hate it yeah. they will they can sell it so although, much although they hated Bayern as well for years because they were buying up everyone's talent they used to fucking despise them although I mean it's, it is literally the same thing but you've just done it with a team that had history in front of them already exactly whereas them. this one's like brand <laughs> new history's not in front of you. Yeah. this is the accelerator programme that's what they're on they're in an incubator God, there's um, some good news. Yes. So, my outsider came in. Siva Sport away at Besiktas. Which I'm raging at because the way my original setup of your picks were, was that was your charity? Yeah, it was yeah. the right way around. Yeah. yeah. So, the only reason I had uh, Edinburgh City and the, the other one was we'd won the charity the last two weeks. I fancied winning a big charity. I thought you were going to say <laughs> it was time we lost one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it was a, a good game. They went up 1-0, back to 1 each, 2-1 in the first half and then that was it forever. Yeah, Besiktas got a man sent off so it was smooth running Frank for the last 20 minutes but that was a really good pick I liked that I think the Turkish league's pure weird because 
it's one of those leagues. If see if you don't look at it enough, you would just see Galatasaray from Abashi Besiktas and go, yep. "I'm not picking against them." Yeah. Or at the same time, if you see them at home, like one to three, you'll go, ah, "I'm taking them." Yeah. And then you look at the form and go, "Wait, they've only won one home game in five. And the 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 other thing about the Turkish games as well is that. Guys who bought up lots of talent a few years ago, like Antalya Sport, remember they had a Europa League running this. Yeah, and... are just nowhere now. They're 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 down in the relegation zone. So, yeah, it was a good pick. Happy, I think. Come in at eleven at four. I think was the best price I could see it at. So yeah. Um. So on the charity we discussed. So the charities are treble, treble. Yep. Ten pounds overall pound money, treble, overall money on the treble. We've hit the last two in a row. We're going for free. Really unlucky. Weren't really unlucky. My, my game was five now, but I'm just I'm just annoyed because I still when I loaded up my spreadsheet to get last week's picks, you still have I it. still had it that way round. So, and so I was like, we'll, fuck. We'll talk about mine first. My charity pick was not even Forest at home to Luton, and exactly the same thing happened as in the Plymouth game. Forest were two one up in stoppage time. It's the only game I've got alerts on. I got a goal alert in stoppage time, and still playing about with my winnings from the night before. And it was I was fine. waiting on a goal. Yeah, and you got it. So right it was fine. Nottingham Forest won three one. That's another charity pick in for me I think that's something like 8 or 9 in the past 11 which is uh, decent which is decent um, although your charity shout John was excellent and I know G-Man you made a wee made bit of money extra well. money on that yeah I'll wait until you talk about I'll, you talk about it first so it was McGregor to win in the first round against Donald Cerrone it was 40 seconds it lasted probably 10-15 longer than it should have um, it was so obvious like, I don't read into it a lot because I, I've literally only been watching MMA for about 4 years so it's still there's so much to know. These are guys who've been training since they were like eight. Yeah. So there's so much to know. So I'm not familiar with what they're trying to do a lot of times, what they're trying to manipulate with an inside guard or on top or on mount, whatever it is. But you can read fucking hunters for people's body language and everything that everyone said about Donald Cerrone being cold for the first two rounds of a fight and McGregor being so quick. It was, even in the ring you went, oh, he's just here for his 200 grand. Because Donald Cerrone's the most winningest, which is the weirdest phrase ever, fight in UFC history. Most knockouts, most submissions. But it's just because he fought for so long. Yeah. Um, but he's never had like a massive, massive payday. Yeah. So he was just there for his money. He's like, I can take a fucking boot. I've taken kickings for 20 quid. I'll take one for Because I've seen grand. loads of fighters now come out and say, a shoulder shouldn't damage you. It just shouldn't. It's like, what was it Mike Bispin said? It's like somebody stamping on your toe mm-hmm. or punching you in the leg. It's like annoying, but it's not going to fucking disorientate you yeah so that's what he said he goes now that's somebody who wasn't in there to compete he was there but it's funny there's a clip from somebody who trains over in McGregor well not McGregor his coach John's gym saying exactly that he's like how do you think the fight will go he's going to be done in 40 seconds yeah I was like oh okay so when you said that about him in the first round you did an audio clip in the last podcast which you maybe would dig out which is you were saying I can't see this last in the first round. Never mind the first minute. Yeah. And then Paddy Power were 20, 21, and that was half cut. And I was like, hey, there's a tenor on that. And then I woke up to like a message for you at like half six. And I woke up at eight o'clock and like, you just won two on 10 quid. It's like, yes. <laughs> that, that's the best way it are. That's like you bet in Mexican football and go to sleep. Yeah. And wake up to a nice little cruise as a whole win. <laughs> yes. Happened to, that happened to me the other day, like just flicking through things the night before, put, a, put, put 20 quid in a horse. Mm-hmm. And then the next day at work, I just get a random alert, like totally forgot, forgetting that I'd done anything. Yeah. It's like, oh, yes, winner. Was it Clondor Claire? Clondor Caitlin. Clondor Caitlin. Right. One so, to look out for, I think. So that'd be good. And I think I didn't have really any other luck 
Um, I think I'd said Morris Green, but then I said I didn't fancy him because the odds had came right in on him. Holly he, Holm. He, he got boot, he got beat. Holly Holm was they were both like evens to eleven yeah. to ten, so I wasn't interested in taking one. Um, Macy Barber was the one that lost loads of people money because she was one to eight to win. Uh-huh. But she'd done her ACL like in the second round. Aye. Which I do think they were talking about it going it's it's a weird sport because in boxing they would take the fighter out. Yeah. They would go, No, no, no. ACL's gone. No, he's done toweling. But it's like the coach is like, no, nah, just if the fighter wants to stay on, they'll they'll stay on. Mm-hmm. And it was that was it. Like she couldn't she couldn't walk. She couldn't defend on the ground because she couldn't literally get any leverage off the fucking snapped ACL. Uh, uh, so for someone that knows nothing about UFC, pretty much nothing. Mm-hmm. Could maybe name you a couple of guys, right? What are the rules that like you can't punch someone in the dick? No, no, right. So no, no, no soccer kicks. No, uh, what's a soccer kick? How would you hit a free kick? Yeah. Imagine, like imagine running and volleying somebody's head when they're on the ground. Oh right, okay. So right. no soccer kicks. No. Um, no elbows, no elbows from mine. No, no, no midnight elbows. So like straight down onto the skull. Can't yeah, do that because you like crash side. the guy's skull. Nothing yeah. inside the mouth, and you're not allowed to touch someone's eyes. Yeah. So um, a lot of fighters at the moment. This is a podcast. Why am I doing hand motions? A lot of fighters at the moment have a style where they you're, they still, put, you're still doing hand motions. It, but it's to describe to you, not to the <laughs> podcast. Someone get audio annotations over this. Um, but yeah, so basically, people stand up and they'll defend like that. But that catches a lot of people like fingers Dan- and eyes. Daniel Cormier, who's like one of the best heavyweights of all time. Did that constantly, and against he does it constantly, George. and he did that against Miocic, and he fucking just dug into his ribs, and that was what ended the match because you forget how fucking sore I punched. So the what rib. happens if someone contravened one of these rules? Would the fight just stop? And yes, the other you, guy you get, get it. As get, DQ? If it, it depends if it was considered like an eye gouge can be considered a mistake, accidental. a low blow can be considered accidental, but the refs are pretty good at judging whether something was meant or not. Um, but things like the ACL, so there's no rule that. Um, Mother Ferry couldn't have went for the knee. Yeah, so but she, just, she was interviewed and going, "It's just not my style. It's just not cricket." She's like, "For me, it would be win at all costs, but don't harm anyone." That's You're in the she, wrong sport. That's why she loves choking people out. She's like, "Cause you can get somebody to tap or they go to sleep. There's no, there's no like lasting damage. Like as soon as they're out, the ref stops it." So you're not like choking somebody out for like a minute and a half yeah. but they're going to lose oxygen in their brain. You're just getting them out. So that was hard. She was going, I could have went for the knee, but it was just not something I was interested in doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was winning the first round. But she, there was loads, she was retweeting and so was her coach, John Wood, uh, retweeting loads of bet slips because she was like 12 to 1. Wow. Like she's like 39. So she's been around, but she's on this like 4-1 streak now, which she's not had before. And people were going, because ah, the odds, it's, a, it's not like a football match. It's fucking one person on one person, and they're both. Key. If you're getting in the ring, you're both. It's not like one of us is going to fight a fighter. Aye. they're both they're, trained, they're trained fighters. Athletes. Yeah. So see, you get somebody at twenty-one. It's like us saying about um, Brighton and that. You always kind of go, "Who would I rather bet on here?" Aye, if, if you had, would to. I rather have fifty quid on Macy Barber but make a fiver? I would rather have a fiver on Modafferi to make fifty-five quid. Yeah, I know where I'm probably going to go, but I just didn't take anything on it because I was like there's nothing there's no even Macy Barbet winning any of the rounds was like 2-1 each round I was like no there's no value yeah. here whatsoever but I think UFC picks will become a bit more popular so John's one came in Andy's one came in and I had an absolute stinker uh, Edinburgh City Hamilton Hamilton put out a full squad it was a team we do this podcast playing away at Hamilton on that horrible pitch even though <laughs> even though other teams also play on plastic pitches it's just not nice yeah it's bad I mean I've played amateur football for 15 years and I've seen the advancements in 4G and there are pitches that you go play on that are noticeably artificial. Yeah. 
over ones that don't seem that bad. Yeah. And there's like ones like Garscube's quite good, but the Tory Glen Hampton one because oh. it's indoor is awful. Yeah. It's so dry and sticky. So although it's artificial, there are ones that are way worse than others. I've played now in my cities. Don't mind. I've never played in Hamilton, so I can't comment. But mate, we do this podcast three, four days before fixtures, not. 20 minutes before the game and we can yeah. see Hamilton have actually put out yeah. a full strength side they went up to 12s pre-game ah uh, but that I mean that makes sense so that, that was the because I, I was coming down like I was up climbing at the weekend and came down and got signal and like got 30 notifications and 3 of them were Hamilton goals it's like great <laughs> we had some good winners this week in the Facebook group great shout from uh, James Ellis last night on a game in the Gibraltar Premier Division yeah, I'm, I was, amazing I was doing the Trample Bat podcast and then was coaching so I've totally missed Oh, Gordo was like, did you not see it? I was like, yeah. no. Found <laughs> this game, Mons Calpe against Manchester 62, home team at odds of better than 3-1. to one. Aye. Finished 3-0. 3-0 with them. This is, we've we said this for people who are new listeners, we said this was the whole purpose of this podcast. Yeah, finding those things. Was, f- because, I think we've said this before, this is an, an hour podcast max when we do this, but it's us chatting the full week, going, what do we fancy? What are we looking? Looking back at old stuff, it's like fucking six, seven hours research to give you one hour, uh-huh. and it's like, uh, and then we don't get picked something. You're like, oh shit. <laughs> I know, yeah, it, it, so, it can be frustrating, but it can be brilliant, and especially now that uh, join the Facebook group, guys. Yes. Trample Bet Podcast on Facebook. So much being shared. At the There's so much being shared. Uh, Jacob Feldman, uh, a relatively new member, NBA. It's just something we've never really looked at basketball because well, it's not is, anything that I know about. This is what would be great. See if we could get like a channel of people. It's happening. So Ben Grant loves his hockey, ice hockey. It should be clear, I guess. Um, that the, you guys love your baseball. Mm. The, there's literally the idea of hopefully getting people who could look at individual sports, and if it grows even bigger, specific countries or regions. Yeah. And it, because it's this was never meant to be us free telling you how to bet and where you're going to get winners. No, it's this about these are to, games that you should look at because yes. we think there might be some value. This in it. was meant to be a group of people trying to get together. And taking money off of bookies, getting a good four, five, six team accumulator, and making some money to go on a Saturday night. Aye, it was uh, yeah. Him last night. Um, just one thing to go back to on that. It was Mons Calpe had never um, lost to this mob in the the, the the seven times they'd played. Like each year they play twice, and they'd beat them every time. So I, I don't know what the bookies were seeing. Yeah. I, I think this is one of the ones that you talk about that they're going. They're in better form. Well, there's a weird one though, isn't there? Because Gibraltar is the home for most bookmakers. Gibraltar also only... And Malta. Is it's that Malta. It's right? Malta 365. We're right to say Gibraltar only has one pitch. Yeah. Uh, Thingy brought that up last yeah. night. Um, <laughs> what are the fixtures? Like 10, 12, 2, 4, 6? Ah, they just all play in the same pitch. <laughs> so home advantage is, is not that much of a big thing. Yeah. You and were saying that on the, in the group last night, yeah. So, g- great. And uh, keep sharing stuff. Getting jiggy with it. Move on to Scots Abroad. This will be quite a short section. One, because I can't get highlights of most of the games, and there was loads of players missing. There's still players out of season. So Ryan Gold, French drew 0 0, so that's him not one in three games since mm. the return of 2020. But because Nationale lost, they're actually back at top of the league with a 0 0 draw. <coughs> Ryan Gold played 90 minutes, got booked, but I don't have any highlights. Uh, Jordan Hosgrove played for Belerez. They lost 2-1 away to Las Palmas B. Played 90 minutes. They're still second behind 
Atletico Madrid B, also no highlights. Claire Elmsley continues to dominate Australian football. Yeah. Another 90 minutes, another win. They're top by six points. Um, first goal, great goal by Mijatovic. Claire Elmsley missed a half chance for about eight yards and a half volley. Defenders closing her down quickly. Second goal for Van Egmont. I love that I now know all these players because I'm just so used to hearing them. But Mijatovic and Van Egmont are two brilliant names. Yeah, they could be bad guys in like... Um, Bond movies or something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she might be. I've not seen the new Bond movie yet. But... I don't, f- don't think anyone has. That's true. I could have at least seen a trailer. It's like in six months. It's not that far away. No, it's April, I think. Right, cool. Still time. Um, But Miavich cut inside from the left side, far post, Cuddler. Van Egmont about 25 yards out, drilled into the bottom corner. Good win. Claire Elmsley. I don't know when she goes back to the US, though, because they've just completed their draft. Mm -hmm. So that must be the frustrating thing for any footballer in America or any sports Mm. star in America. As you set up camp and go, cool, I quite like it in Orlando. I've been traded. Yeah. Nigel Utah. Go to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Fuck off. It's so wonderful. I, so I need to go through all the lists and see where they are, but none of them have shared anything to suggest that they've moved sides. Yeah. So um, Ziggy Gordon, our man, Ziggy, man. they lost 3 0 away to Western United, who are the new team. Mm-hmm. But because Newcastle Jets lost, they're still second bottom, four points clear. Is there, is there the same sort of hatred for the new team as there is in German football? Not, I would guess probably zero hatred. No, because I think it's... They're, they're all franchises, they're, aren't they? They're all tapped into the fact that what they want Australian football to do is grow. Yeah. Because Aussies just fucking love sport. Mm-hmm. Like, it is just amazing. Like, everything. The attendances are a wee bit shitty at the football, unless your team's doing really well. Even then, like when all the fires were taking place, like during some of the game, like during some of the games, you see the wind pick up and it's like smoke clear. There's still fucking some decent fans there at that point. Yeah. So if, they, if they're going to those games, they're probably die hard. Yeah, the first goal, Diamante crossed it into Berisha. He makes a blindside run across Siggy Gordon, but he does score a peach of a header from fucking 14 yards. Three like it was that absolute beauty. Three at the back, though. Yeah, that seems to be they've changed to it. It doesn't seem they seem to be leaking more goals now, and I, I suggest the idea was not to do that yeah and my wee favourite guy uh, Silva is not playing so Silvera sorry Da Silva is playing mm-hmm. um, second goal was a shot from their right back deflected in off the centre half third goal winger is rapid beats the right wing back beats Ziggy Gordon cuts back but there's five players in the box marking one guy mm-hmm. and the guy's got a tap in at the back post so but that was like three goals in the first like 25 minutes mm-hmm. so the game by the time I woke up because I was like McGregor fight had just finished yeah and Central Coast was just starting and I was like I've not been to sleep yet <laughs> my, eyes, my eyes hurt because the prelims were so good I ended up just staying up the intention was to get up for the last three fights mm-hmm. and I was like I can't sit up and watch I, I, as much as I love Ziggy Gordon I can't sit up and watch another two hours of sport I need my bed yeah <laughs> we do have two new players so in the addition to Johnny Russell Gary Mackay Stevens all going back Rachel Corsa going back we've got Lewis Morgan who's went on loan from Celtic to Inter Miami yep. so that's Dave Beckham's side Dave Dave you know quite well yeah, Dave. yeah. yeah. he's listening to the podcast and Jack Hendry has went to Melbourne City from Celtic on loan these two guys have fucking won a watch by the way imagine what? sitting in Celtic's bench and going where would I like to spend the next six months mm-hmm training at Lennox Town and not playing football or in Miami and Melbourne so and to add to this was there a new one Dundee United midfielder Sam Stanton left yesterday for Phoenix Rising are they a new team are they in the they're in the division below right yeah 
but he's away out to play his trade in the States now. Is he uh, left permanently? Yep, gone. Um, so What position is he? Sort of centre mid, um, attacking midfielder. He needs a bit more about him in terms of, I would say, physical presence. I think that's why he's maybe not done so well in the championship. Yeah, yeah. Maybe do quite he's, well he's technically quite good. I've, I've said this before. Um, so we're, we're going to continue to do Scots Abroad interviews for those who are listening to that. Ziggy Gordon has been done, been out. Fiona Brown will be out next week. We've got more lined up. There is one that I'm looking most forward to, and I think I've said this to you before, was Adam Moffat, who I went to primary school yeah. with. And this is what I hope Sam Stanton or people like this can do, is there are loads of Scottish footballers who go down south and make good money in their career, but they do nothing with their career. Mm-hmm. They're slogging out in those leagues, just living paycheck to paycheck. This boy, Adam Moffat, played for Elgin in Ross County and then moved over to the MLS. I think he was to get college first and ended up playing maybe 10 years in the MLS when Beckham, Keane, Gerrard, yep. Henri... Miller. ...were all turning up. Boyd. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, I mean, we won't ruin too much, but he's the one, out with all these famous people, you know, like being abroad, his interview will be the best one because some of the players he's played with are just fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Totally. And you're going, would you rather have really good money just playing in English football not really doing much or would you rather go play with these random guys who are going over at the back end of their career but you're still getting to go holy shit I just played with Raul yep. yeah. I'm training with Nico Cranker every day just just fascinating stuff so this is what I quite like this is the whole purpose of this is it's quite enjoyable to see what people can then do with their careers but yeah shorter section than normal but we'll try to get highlights up Will point out Excelsior drew free each with Telstar. Charlie Gilmore was suspended because, as we remember at the start of the season, he, he likes a yellow card. That's all he Ed Karshew, who's the striker, is now 15 and 15. Hmm. 24 year old John Crew, style player. I'm backing him to join somebody. I'm going to keep pushing this until somebody picks up the phone and gets him and goes, Yeah, John Walker was talking about you. Who would you, who would you like to see him go to? I mean, I'd honestly take him at Rangers. He's technically really good and he's a fucking good finisher. I don't, I don't see any reason why he wouldn't score goals in the SPL. I know it sounds, that does sound something, but if you're playing for Rangers, you're going to get a few. That's why I like the idea like Lauren Shankland as well. Mm-hmm. If you're going to put chances, sorry Andy, if you're going to put chances in a plate, you're going to score goals, right? Like these, Lauren Shankland could score goals for anyone. Yeah. yeah. Anyone. You just need to give them chances. And it's stuff like that where I go, yeah, that would make sense. But yeah, so that's three new players to Scots Abroad. We'll get the highlights up, but I'm being more cautious about what I share. I'm just making sure I get the right feeds. And so don't it, violate copyright protection. Yeah, fucking yep. honestly. Again. So, so boring. On our sponsored players, so we lost Mikey yeah. Hewitt. Yep. Hewitt back to air. But we have picked up <laughs> da, 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 da. something that I'm quite excited about. Um, Can we give clues? Please for the red and yellow team. Benevento. Now he does. Oh, the red and yellow team keep going with it. What, Benevento? Ah, Benevento. Y- Yagalonia? I, I can't, I don't know. Oh, Barcelona's the old third kit. <laughs> it's the only one I can remember. <laughs> um, Rangers, Partick Thistle. Rangers youngster Jamie Barjonas had joined Partick Thistle on loan for three months and we are now his home team sponsor, yeah. which means we get really, really lucrative programme stuff. They asked for our uh, logo. We'll be in Partick Thistle. So if there's listeners that are Partick Thistle fans... Have we look at the programme. Gra- grab a programme, mm-hmm. take a picture, send it to us. Aye. Uh, but we're really excited because I think he's a fucking excellent footballer and additionally to that was my mum's responsible for one of his hires so hire business management ah. in mm. high school so I mean he kind of owes us 
Like you wouldn't have got that. <laughs> First thing your mum told stay away from those shysters that run a podcast. <laughs> Check. There's no money in there. There's that. no money in there. <laughs> so yeah, so we'll be keeping up to date with him. And we are looking for suggestions for any semi pro. So like League Two or League One, if there's any people that have signed or any youngsters that you think are promising. So Ben Grant has said we will be reassigned one of the new signings, but he just needs to figure out who on the back of Mikey Hewitt. So this sponsored player is probably going to become a thing where we're looking at Burjonas, Hewitt, one other, and then whoever we get from Quinn and Rangers. I mean, technically, we could go anywhere in the world. I mean, I get... Do you know How, what I mean? Who's the... We who, could go anywhere. We could, Jordan Holtzkoff. No, 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 no. Who's the boy that... Ice, the Icelandic guy? No, the boy that plays for Lons or whatever in France. The oh, Basil Bowley's nephew or something. Yeah, the, yeah. the Dundee yeah. born guy. I can't remember his name. He plays, but he does play for Paris FC. Yeah, because Alec Menzies has been uh, tweeting me, going, "Are you aware of this boy?" I was, like, I'm sure that's the boy Gordo's been going on about. I'm talking about, but he wasn't getting many games. He played in the cup a couple of times, but yeah, I'm, sh- I'm sure like it'll just be a fee. We just pay it in euros, and there we go. We're in the Paris FC program. <laughs> All our French listeners, you you know, go check that out. So we'll just go into the picks for the 25th of January. I'll go first. Because maybe this is what's working for me. It's been stealing the first. If you go go first, you win. I am... I think because now that you've pointed out... I thought it was 10 in a row. Now you've pointed out it's 11 in a row. I'm getting more nervous with my picks. So I had like a handful. And I was going back and forth. Monaco versus Strasbourg in Ligue 1. Over 1.5 goals is 1-3 to 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 1-4. It's varying per bookies. I don't think it will change from that at any point. Because Strasbourg away from home do not concede a lot of goals. Mm. But Monaco's so Monaco's average home game, average home game, not for against just all goals, it's exactly four point five a game. It's a lot of goals. So it's I think it's something like thirty and fifteen. So thirty four fifteen against, very basic. The away average for Strasbourg is one point eight, which so that's not the rounded two that I would need. No. But it is over the one point five per stat Monaco scored over two goals per home game Strasbourg conceded over one but it's like 1.2 so it's tight and I think that's why you're getting as good odds as like 1-3 to three for just the overs but the last game was 2-2 and the game before that was 5-1 so I think these are two teams that definitely can get each other so although I went back and forth on it Monaco versus Strasbourg, over 1.5 goals. You're getting roughly 1-3, to 1-4 to four on the odds. I'm in France as well. Uh, League 1, Sunday, 2pm. Lyon versus Toulouse. Lyon 7th, 29 points. Toulouse, absolutely rock bottom of the 20-team league. Only 12 points. Um, Toulouse have scored 21 goals, conceded a massive 44. Interestingly, only 3 of those 12 points Toulouse have got this season have come away from home. Leon now seven matches in a row unbeaten. They've won their last five fixtures. On Flashcore, this actual fixture where Leon are at home against Toulouse goes back 19 occurrences all the way back to 1998. 15 Leon wins, four draws. No, no Toulouse wins. Uh, the last time uh, Leon didn't win it, uh, this home fixture was a 1-1 draw all the way back in 2013. So like the historical head-to-head in recent times is massively favours a home win. Uh, Leon won this fixture twice in 2019, 4-1 and 5-1. So they don't just win this game, they absolutely batter Toulouse. Um, taking into account games played away from home, 
The last time Toulouse won this fixture was all the way back in 2014, their home one. So they just don't beat Leon. Leon just beat them every single time. One to three for a home win. And hopefully this is one that just sails in. I'm really tested. So they drew two each, but went through in penalties in the cup last night. Leon are the third worst home team in that league, which is phenomenal because they're fourth in the league. Yeah. that They're the third worst home team, but they're playing a team who have won once away in 25 games. Yes, that's it. Are yeah. Leon in the Champions League this year or is it the Europa League? I don't even know that they're in any now. Because I was going to say, maybe all their home games come after a Europa League it's, midweek. It's just, I could not... The Europa League doesn't start for ages. So. I could not believe, because the first thing I seen was when I clicked on Toulouse away, I went, that's, bad. that's fine. Yeah. And then I did the standings and I went, they're fucking terrible at home, but Toulouse could, are so bad away. They could have played all the top six at home just now, but I cannot see Toulouse getting anything out of that game. Neither can I. And I'm hoping this is one of these ones that's like 3 0 at half time and, and you can everyone's relax. just happy. Yeah. No doubt. So I'm going to Hungary for uh, my banker this year and the OTP Bank Liga. It's round Yeah, it's a bit of a bit of a sponsor. Bit in of there. A sponsor I like it. moving away from pizza. Not giving us any money though. They're a bank, John. They hate giving him money. <laughs> um, so I'm taking Ferenc Varos at home to Pax. So this is the team who are in the Europa League this year. So then the group with Espanyol, CSK, Moscow, and Sudova, I think, is the other one. Um, they're in that. They played a lot of... So they had a winter break. They played a lot of friendlies over then against some better teams. A lot of draws. So um, Armenia Bielefeld... They lost to Union Berlin. That was a 90th minute goal when they made 11 substitutes in the second half. Um, they drew with Espanyol in the um, they drew with Espanyol in the Europa League. However, their actual league form is much better, so it stretches back before their kind of yeah. the form that's on there. So at home, they from um, from seven home games, they've got 17 points. They're the best home team in the league. Away from home, the team they're playing packs are ninth out of a 12 team league, seven points. In form overall, they've got 13 points from the last five games and Pax have seven from the last seven. So they average a draw and they also score, have scored seven goals and conceded seven goals. So um, I'm taking Ferenc Varos at home. That's one to three. Um, I think that's pretty good value. The last time they played this game was 3-0 to the home team. That was in late 2019. Uh, that was in late last season. So May 2019. I'm quite content with this as one to three. Um, I think it's quite good. It's the same exact same thing I said about Andy, though. It's just it's the lack of goals they score at home, and the lack of goals that Pax concede is the only thing that worries me mm-hmm. about things like this. But they have looked like they've had a good winter break. They yeah. should be coming back out and pumping this team like comfortably. But it's literally gaining knowledge. I know nothing of the Hungarian. I don't even think it's a league I've looked at before. Just Until you put this pick was, in. was having a peruse and, and they look quite good. And it's one of these teams that I've definitely seen. I've seen their name in the Europa League and had no idea yeah. where they were. My dog's Hungarian. Oh, the Vizsla. Yeah, he's a Hungarian Vizsla. He's not actually Hungarian. He's from just outside Manchester. But <laughs> <laughs> his ancestry is Hungarian. Do you think you're doing close, like, on this? I'm just saying that's as close could a connection like, as I've got. Could we do maybe like two bowls of food and then the one he goes for is the winning team? <laughs> My value pick is an... The Dutch Eredivisie, it's Heracles versus Feyenoord. Feyenoord away, even money. Heracles have only beaten, have only won three times at home this season in the league, and it's been against two of the bottom three and one mid-table side who got a red card in that game. Feyenoord have won the last four league games, so Dick Advocat came in maybe three weeks before the break and was obviously just trying to stamp a bit of authority. They've since had the wee winter break, three fixtures, either, what, two or three weeks on the training ground. 
they look a much better side. Um, very attack-minded. One last four league games. They won the reverse fixture already. I think this is a comfortable final to win at even money. What I would also look at, I almost took this as my... It's not really, it's not an outsider, right? But the, because the odds are so high, it's final to win and both teams to score. The it's odds two, are what? Two to one. That's pretty good. It's good because Dutch football is renowned for just goals. That was me, God. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I'm <laughs> cycling here. What's going on? Um, so yeah, final, even money is too good. I'd get on it very quickly as well because I think that has to come in. Nice. Uh, my value bet is in England League One, Saturday, 3pm. It's Rochdale versus Gillingham. That... Uh, High-profile match on here. <laughs> They're separated by seven points in the table in favour of Gillingham, the away team, after 26 games. These clubs, they've just got really similar records just now. Um, Gillingham gained seven points from the last five. Rochdale, six points from their last five games. Rochdale, 12 points at home. Gillingham, 11 points in the road. But where there is, there hasn't been an away win in this particular fixture in the last 12 meetings, right? And that was way, <laughs> So that was way back in 2012, Rochdale, Rochdale beat Gillingham away. Rochdale have won this fixture on their ground on the last three occasions. So 3-0, 3-0 and 4-1. Rochdale, they're not great, right? I'm, I'm not trying to say they are. But Gillingham are either equally as bad or worse. And then you add into, into account the fact that Gillingham have actually only won one match in their last 16 games. Like you scroll back, there's only one green box in terms of so they they don't win and they're favourites to win this. Yeah, I don't like it at all. I don't I don't know why anyone would back Gillingham in this. So I think there's a lot of value on taking Rochdale or draw at four or six. Yeah, so that that's what my bet is here is is Rochdale not to lose. Essentially, I, li- I like this one. I'm good on this one very much. It's in Gillingham three draws in the last five away games. It, to me, it, Rochdale would be. An even better pick on their own. I almost but, took them as but, the outsider at f- almost, four, five four, to four, two. I reckon that you could probably get it. Four, 46, 45. Yeah. It's really fucking good value. I'm all over that. I just don't understand. Gillingham away from home. There's no there's no reason they should really be favourites here. Unless maybe something's happened with the Rochdale team. But nope. Nope. So, Happy yeah. That. Rochdale will draw 1x on the double chance market, 46. Nice. I am taking us over to the most hated team in Germany, Red Bull Leipzig. And they are playing. They're at Frankfurt this week. Top of the Bundesliga, 13 points from the last five, 20 points away this season. Frankfurt are average. They're playing against a team here, in, uh, sorry, in the form table currently, uh, 13 points from the last five games. Frankfurt have had five points from the, uh, four points from the last five. Not te- they're, they're not terrible at home, but I feel that um, Red Bull will definitely go away and, and, and take, this, uh, take this fixture. You're getting three to four for this. And if you look at the teams that Leipzig have dropped points against away from home, it's Dortmund, Leon, and the um, well, that wasn't dropping points; that was in the Europa League. Leon, and um, I, I, they, there's a lot of green boxes here. I'm very happy with taking uh, Leipzig at three to four. I mean, I mean, the only thing here is the head-to-head record. This this particular fixture has not been won by the away team ever. That's the only. That's the only thing that I would that you I would, would go against. Out. Yeah, it's the only thing that tends to go against this. If you if you look at quick look at flash score all the way back to twenty seventeen, um, it's either been a draw or a home win. Um, in fairness, none of them have been in favour of Frankfurt. Frank, yeah. is Frankfurt are weird, right? So Frankfurt's only competitive win in the last three months was against Arsenal at the Emirates. Yeah, when Arsenal were in a weird place, that was Emery's last match. <laughs> so they were playing a weird team, um, second string Arsenal team as well. They beat Hoffenheim last week away, but they got pumped 
Mm-hmm. Like it was like two goals from three shots, and Hoffenheim dominated the full game. I I, I like this. I like this pick. I will, yeah, I, I, will, I will be backing Leipzig here. Like I was just pointing out, that so like, somebody would so have like, to change. Yeah, their my, head my head point record. being was that Frankfurt have won two games in three months, and they've been lucky in both games. Yes. Yeah. Before I, that, I think it was. Bayern, they beat 5-1, which was the end of their manager. And that's when that Bayern got a man sent off like five, five minutes, minutes in the game. Yeah. Botan, yeah. I, the other thing I liked about Leipzig here is they're now top of the league here and they've got that kind of Liverpool feeling about them. So last season, like they're not unbeaten or anything, but they're at the point now where they're on a winning run. Like they're they're, they're yeah. difficult to beat. Um, and, and I think 3-4 away, I know why you're getting 3-4 and it's because, like if you look at Frankfurt, they're not terrible at home. They're, they're sixth in the league at home. Yeah. However, 3-4. I like it. So do I. My outsider is in the, the Hyundai A-League. Hyundai! Out in Australia. Melbourne City versus Perth Glory. I'm taking Perth Glory away because I don't know why they're not the favourites at 19-10. to 10. Five wins on the spin. So they've basically, since they lost the Central Coast Mariners, they've turned this around. Castro running the show. Um, won this fixture four games back. So because of the bushfires and stuff, the fixtures have kind of been moved around as to where is safest for teams to travel so you're getting this reverse fixture from three weeks ago mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> they won 3-0 very comfortable I think it was a game we, you watched yeah it was good um, Melbourne City are a good side but they're capable of dropping points they've lost to victory 3-1 at home I just think Perth Glory are back to exact I mean Perth Glory have only lost one player from the team that won the league last year mm-hmm. so it doesn't make sense that they wouldn't be in I watched Melbourne City against Newcastle Jets at the weekend there. That was my overs. They won 2-0. They weren't massively convincing. See Jamie McLaren that used to play with Hibs? Yeah. They use him as like Jamie Vardy and see if they can't break teams on the counter, which is not what Perth Glory do. Perth Glory will sit in and take you in the counter. Yeah. They don't really have an idea. Like They, they really don't. If they can't get Jamie McLaren in behind, what they got? It's kind of stuck. So the way Perth Glory play is they will sit deep and they will hit them in the counter. 19 to 10, almost 2 to 1, is too good for the team that are in form and studied them four games ago. So, Perth Glory away to Melbourne City, 19 to 10. My outsiders in the Italian Serie B, Sunday at 8 pm at night UK time. It's Ascoli against Frosinone. One point separates these two in the table. Frosinone, 28 points from 20 games. Ascoli, one point back, 27 points from their 20. They're really equally matched. This far into the season, you know, 20 games isn't the start of the season. Like, we've got a big sample size now to know what's going on. Askley at home are the outsider at 12 to 5. Like, I think that's a massive price in this spot, especially considering Askley have the third best home record in the entire league 22 points from nine home games. And Frozenoni's away record is 16th best of 20 teams, only seven points from 10 matches on the road. Form-wise, again, they're pretty equal. Ascoli, six points from their last five games. Frozen only, only five points. Uh, Frozen only have had the best part of the head-to-head records when the side meets, but the fact that they're so close in the table and the fact that Ascoli are so good at home, getting 12-5 to for them to win at home in this match, I think is huge. So Ascoli will be my outside pick this I, weekend. I like that a lot. Yeah, me too. I, t- I mean, an Italian team at home. Yeah. When it comes to and that Sierra B as well, like see when you look at the away record, the best teams got like fourteen points. Right. Um, I, I'd be all over that. Yeah, so it's it actually average. I love my goals. They average two goals exactly at home per game, and Frozen only average zero point five goals away from home. Yeah. So not big scorers. So I mean, see I if think, I was looking at this and both teams were evens, I'd probably pick the home team. Yeah, 
So yeah, the fact I'm getting 12 to 5 is brilliant. Yeah, I really like it. Um, I think as long as Ashley score, get, go and get two goals, it's done. It's done. I can't see Frozen only scoring more than one at most. They just don't look like a team. But yeah, third best home versus fifth worst away. Doesn't make sense why it's 12 to 5. Unless we find out they've no players. Yeah. Uh, they've all got the winter vomiting bug <laughs> or something. But. So, yeah, Ashley for Andy. Um, I am now taking you over to the German third division. Who sponsors that? Uh... No one. That, well, it doesn't say in the flash score anyway. Unless it's round twenty ones their sponsor, and they're just really unlucky. <laughs> make it, make it up. The uh, <laughs> Mister Clutch Third Division. Um, so yeah, so I, I'm going with Unterhaching at uh, Unterhaching away at Wurzburg Kickers. So Unterhaching are fifth in the league versus Wurzburg in thirteenth. However, that sounds like a huge void, but it really isn't. Um, <laughs> They are interacting of 33 points. Wurzburg kickers have 27. Between the third place and the 15th place is 10 points in this league. So it's it's, it's huge. You could, like, three bad games put you in the relegation zone. Right, okay. Um, so interacting are... I, I think this is much like what Andy was talking about in his previous pick. These are two evenly matched teams. Interacting are further up the league, but they're playing away. Fifth in the league versus 13th. Similar home and away records. And... It's a toss of a coin, this game. And Unterhaching have won the last two meetings. That's what's swaying it for me. Okay, okay. Um In the form table, five and seven points is, is what their last five games have been. You're getting 11 to four. Um, Wurzburg, have, they're, they're, they're lower down the table. This is who I fancy in this game. And it's really one of those ones where, if again, I'm basically just stealing your points here. If they were both evens, I'd be taking the away team. So, 11 to four. Okay, okay. And our charity bet, which is, again, repeating, £10 of our own money on the treble, one pick each. Winnings go to Beats and Cancer Trust. Mm-hmm. If we don't win, tenner goes to Beats and Cancer Trust. My pick could have been my value. I really like it a lot. And it's a team I'm familiar with only because we've not unticked Ollie Burke, even though he plays very rarely for Alaves. It is La Liga, Alaves versus Villarreal. Both teams to score is 4-5. to five. Evens on a couple of bookies that we don't get, or I've never heard people like marathon bet, bet, bet winning stuff, oh, stuff yeah. that's a, uh, in Spain and France. Four out of five last home games involving Alaves, both teams have scored. Four out of five last away games involving Villarreal, both teams have scored. Villarreal concede and score an average of 1.4 away in a game, so they definitely get the one goal, and Alaves are the same at home. Both teams to score seems certain. These are two teams that cannot defend, but they are very good at going forward and attacking. Mm-hmm. Alves, Villarreal, both teams to score, 45. For my charity pick, I am in the Swiss Toblerone Super League. <laughs> Saturday at 6pm. <laughs> it's Zamax versus Servette. And I'm going to take the away team, Servette. They're fifth, 27 points from 18 games. Zamax only have 14 points from their 18 games, second bottom of the table. It's a 10-team league, so they're, they're down in ninth. Servette are in really good form. They're top of the league's five-game form table, 12 points from a possible 15, scoring 11 but conceding only three. Of that same form table, Zamax are rock bottom, uh, only two points, scoring five, conceding 10. I think the form mismatch here is enough for me to take Servette at odds of slightly better than evens, six to five. Um, so... 
that's my charity pick. I like it. Let me move you swiftly to the Domino's League 2. Lorient versus Nancy. So Nancy have all other points at home this season. This is when I backed against them a couple of weeks ago saying, well, maybe they'll drop some points. They don't drop points at home. So uh, they're really bad away from home. Um, the only wins they've had in their last five were against lower league cup teams. Uh, Lorient are really, really, really good. Um, they gave PSG a run for their money midweek in the cup. They went up 1-0. Uh, they, they lost 1-0. PSG had a real panic in the second half. They brought on all their players to try and get the win. It was one of those ones where I will definitely beat Lorient if we just play our second string. And then they're like, shit, bring on Mbappe, uh, Angel Di Maria, and, they, and yeah, the boys on to sort out. They ended up going on to win 1-0. Lorient at home are great. They're the top of the league. They're the form team, 12 points from the last five games. They are just excellent. They're an excellent team. Um, Nancy are third worst away from home all season. They've played nine games and got seven points. They're getting by in home form alone. You're going to get Lorient at five to six. It's really good. Any bet against Nancy on that form is ridiculous. Um, I'm all over that. I really like the charity bet. Yeah, I like it too. I've just shown John, I've pulled up the, the, the charity bet page there. I am going for five in a row. You're going for four in a row. I'm Not on at form, man. One in a row form. for me. Th- this will be one in a row for you. But, Aye. you know, we did we did win the previous two. Aye. Um, trebles all came in. So we're on a really good run of charity charity picks. So how many, is it three completed we've done this? So we've, this is, we've had 11 weeks of this yep. um, in the new format and we have won three of them. Yeah, to be clear on that, what we're saying is we used to stitch Gordo up and ask him to do a treble, yep. Yep. which is fucking hard when we're trying to pick teams. We're trying to pick teams that you won't have known or acknowledged, so we try and stay away as much as possible from Premiership, Championship in England, SPL. Mm-hmm. We try and take you outside of those. The idea being that I used to be a wee bit kind of not wanting to delve even into English and Scottish football, but the idea is there's definitely people that listen to us in England who might not be aware Scottish of Edinburgh football. City or Cove Rangers. And, and, the, and, yeah. there and might, the, there'll be people in England that won't have looked at Rochdale versus yeah. Gillingham as well. Like, you know. So yeah. it is, we kind of probably tried to go too far. Um, so we changed Gordo to just follow the same method as us, banker, value, outsider. So that's when we've started to actually track to see what the difference is. It's been really good. It's going well. Um, yeah. Charity bet-wise, really good. Um, we're eight for nine, essentially, on individual picks in the last the last three weeks. Um, and we've hit three this season, which is around just over £180 profit. for. And we charity. gave 75 for the cycle that we've done. And I think last season we gave about 300 quid, 400 quid because we'd done the flag sponsor for the football, foot golf event and I think we won four or five charity bets last season. So it's not, it's not massive money, but it's money that the charity bet wouldn't get, charity wouldn't get without a charity bet. So. And this is also a really good treble. Like, I would advise people to back this themselves. Yes. And if you feel like sliding a fiver to the charity after you've backed it, then go for it. Yeah, I, if you win, yeah, it, yeah. it'd be a nice wee tip gesture for you to go and file some over to Paul Sheeran, Dandy Don on Twitter. Who has this pinned to his profile? Do you guys have any other bets that he's like? I've got one yes. for the weekend. Well, I'll uh, let Gordon go first. Mine's maybe more long term. Uh, <laughs> um, so I, I I looked at this from about I'm a banker as well. It was Airdrie versus Stranraer. Um You're going to get Airdrie at four to eleven, and I think that's a really good price for them. Stranraer, they both took pumpings at the weekend from Premier League teams. So Rangers beat Stranraer 2-0, Hearts beat Airdrie uh, 5-0. But Airdrie at home in the league have won four out of their last five, drawn with Falkirk and the rest of them. Stranraer away from home have lost uh, lost four out of their, three out of their last five. 
and they had draws with Clyde and Dumbarton in there. Airdrie, the only time they haven't won this fixture in the last five meetings was the most recent one. It was two each. Um, Airdrie have won pretty convincingly the rest of them. 4-11 was a possible banker. That's what I looked at. Politics. Right. The next leader of the Labour Party. Is it anybody? Does anyone it's care? Keir, it's Keir Starmer. He's two of five. Like, I would happily put a lot of money on this. Jess Phillips pulled out the race last night. Keir Starmer is the first person to officially be on the ballot. So you need the backing. To get on the ballot, you need the backing from, I think it's three different groups, trade union groups, essentially. Okay, he, he, he's he's in first. Um, there's a lot of people saying that the next leader of the Labour Party needs to be a female. I don't know if you've seen the... It's been in the news quite a lot. Because um, they've never had one. Really? Ever. Yeah, and they're meant to be the party that's progressive and, you know, they would say that they're more, I guess, woke than the Conservatives. Um, but they've actually never had a, a female leader. Um, so there's been people on, you know, shows like This Morning and all that sort of stuff saying it must be a woman. And I think that's actually pissing a lot of people off going actually we'll pick the best person for the job thank you very much yeah um and it looks to be Keir Starmer and I think the fact that you're getting big odds of over one to three on him if you're someone that likes a that likes a reasonable sized bet on things I think there's plenty value in this just unless unless it, I can't see him not being the next Labour leader unless it turns out he's a nonce just, or like you know some massive scandal yeah. Do you know the only thing, this is off topic, it's just on sexism and women. Do you know the only place I would happily promote forcing women into positions after watching the Australian A-League match with Melbourne City is women referees. Because whether we like it or not, there is, honestly God, it's amazing, there's such a resistance for 22 men to fucking complain as much. Oh yeah, do you like they, they just behave oh, themselves? Oh, honestly, it was like it, uh, this sounds probably sexist, but it's the only way I can describe it. It's like being told off by your mum. <laughs> they were like, "All right, you seen them wanting to fucking complain," and she was like, "No." I mean, she had a fucking cracking game, which helps. Yeah, and I think I said with one of the penalty decisions, made a VAR decision within one review. Yeah, and I've been complaining about this in England consistently. Is they're taking like three minutes to make a simple decision when you know the first angle they've seen enough to do it. Yeah. But I did love it, and I've seen it at amateur football because there's a couple of women referees that do the amateur football, and it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. As there's such a resistance to be as much of a cunt to a woman as you are to just an odd guy, where you go fuck off, mate. It's never a, you just go. I oh, don't, don't fucking speak to a woman like that, man. That's shit. Yeah. So I would like totally vote for it to go. Ah, right, okay. That probably was the right decision. Right, fuck off. I'm not going to moan about it. It just was so. It was so different. But I've said this before. Also, Australia is probably a bad example because I do feel like they have such a. I don't know whether it's through the cricket and rugby, but they have such a respect where it seems to be a lot of decisions are just. All right, you heard Ziggy, and get on you heard Ziggy Gordon say that if there's yeah. a VAR review, they go, "Well, it must have been the right decision." Instead of going, "Oh, how the fuck have you got that? If you seen that angle and that, you go." No, no, no. Yeah. How about just accept it? It was the right decision and fucking got, got on with the game. Aye. But um, I have no other picks because I, I felt like I was really struggling to get what I wanted out of this. So I've not even looked for that. The only thing I would say from a personal point of view is Morelos is still suspended the full any time in any Rangers games. You probably only get like one to two maybe. Mm. But the full any time, he's going to take our penalties if we're there. Um, yeah. That would be my only thing to look at. 
Facebook group? Yep. Uh, so there are 115 members in the Facebook group. Growing. Very, very active group. It's quite... This seems to be the thing that's quite impressive to me. I mean, I, I probably need to get back into it just to see what's happening. Is a lot of podcasts for their numbers to interaction is really poor. Yeah. But ours seems to be really high. Well, people people have a lot of interesting things to say. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of good knowledge out there that, you know, I'm happy to take someone's advice on something I don't know about, you know, throw, the, no, throw the odd bet here or there. There's no punishment for failure with this stuff. It's yeah. Just, if you see a pick and you like it and it loses, I do it. Yeah. We all do it. Yeah, if you're backing like something that evens, it's going to come in about 50% of the time, yeah. right? No one's expecting guaranteed solid winners yeah, every you know, time. We're, we're expecting something we maybe don't know about that you know a little bit exactly. more about. On that, That's what I want to know. Don't be shy. Yeah. Don't be shy. Yeah, nobody's going, well, I mean, let's face it, somebody will fucking moan at you, but that's the internet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking grow a bit of thicker skin and go on with it. Don't be shy. If you see something that you like, put it up there. Any kind of abuses you will just fucking abuse them right back, and yeah. that's just the internet method, right? There's, there's none of that in the group, actually, John. It's which gambling, is, which is which is wonderful. What do you um, mean there's none of that? I've been, I've been, there's been two separate campaigns to get me evicted God from this podcast. God, is still in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, join join the Facebook group. Just search Trampled Bet Podcast um, and hit the join button. Get involved in the chat there. Uh, let us know what you think about the picks on this podcast, what you're doing this weekend, and if you see anything that perhaps we've missed. Um, you can get us all on Twitter as well. You can get me at ASV Sports. You can get me at underscore Gordo Mick. You get me at John Walker underscore nineteen eighty six, and you can get us all at Trample Bet. Have a good weekend. Happy hunting. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.